you're listening to The Purple Stethoscope. I am your host, Devin Nixon, family nurse practitioner. None of the information in this podcast is sufficient nor intended to diagnose your personal medical issue, but there's a lot to learn, so let's start the show. Well, hello, beautiful people. I've missed you while I've been away. I actually really have. Uh, Last week was Suicide Awareness Week, and I wanted to sit and record and talk to you all about some important things, and every now and again, uh, it's a hard week for me. I'm not sure if I've shared with you all before that I am a suicide survivor. My only sister um, died from suicide in 2003, and you know, that was almost 17 years ago um, that she parted this realm. And uh, I really wish I could tell you that it gets easier. Some days are easier than others. Some years are easier than others. Uh, But this year was especially hard last week. Um, You know, her birthday actually falls in Suicide Awareness Week, which is September 8th through September 12th. Her birthday is September 11th, and she would have been 41 this year, uh, but she died at age 24. I miss her every single day, and as long as I have breath in my lungs, I know she will never, ever, ever be forgotten. So rest in peace, Zenovia, and rest in peace, Uh, all of the beautiful lives lost to this terrible um, thing called mental illness. Um, Let's remove the stigma from it so that folks can feel more confident about seeking help. And one of the ways that we remove stigma is by talking about it. Um, So that's exactly what we're going to do. And I really don't want this to be like a super sad, gloomy, doomy episode where you are like, oh, maybe not this week, D. Um, Because the information that I'm going to be bringing to you is actually really important, especially in a relentless year like 2020. I mean, this year was trying to take everything from us. Um, rest in peace, Chadwick Bosman. I mean, dang. Uh, but it can't have everything. We're not hopeless. Uh, I just got finished listening to the Patti LaBelle versus Gladys Knight. And it was so good and just brought me so much joy and took me back to a time when life was very simple because I was a child. But we're not kids anymore. And um, life is nice sometimes. It's kayaking on a lake like I was doing a couple weekends ago. And other days it is um, trying to breathe. Uh, Here in Washington State, we have smoke like you wouldn't believe. The wildfires in our state are the worst they've been in in history as far as we know. And that's kind of just how life is. My dog is dreaming. (laughs) I don't know if you heard that squeal, but um, yeah, my dog is next to me and he's asleep and running or doing something. I don't know what he's doing, but anyway, um, that's just how life is. One day you're in total zen, on the lake, in the kayak, listening to the sounds of nature, breathing fresh air, 
And the next week, it's just one breath at a time. So, you know, we got to be prepared for that kind of thing. We have to do things to shore ourselves up spiritually and mentally so that we're not so susceptible to those low days. Um, So that those bad days are just that bad days, but not hopeless days or desperate days. Um, Let's talk a little bit about major depression. It's a depressed mood most of the day, almost daily. It can include things like loss of interest or pleasure in usual activities. Sometimes people don't even remember what they like to do. Um, So keep that close to you. If there's some things that you really enjoy that are pretty accessible, you know, keep those things in the forefront of your mind and make sure you're making the rounds. Um, Change in appetite or weight is not unusual. Insomnia or increased need for sleep. And one of the things you guys will notice is a lot of these, when it comes to mental health, a lot of the symptoms are this or that, and they are polar opposites. Um, So just putting that out there. Um, Psychomotor agitation or retardation. English, please. Um, Being jittery or just feeling like you're moving in slow motion. Um, and And not just jittery, like restlessness, but like unable to sit still, um, or feeling slowed down. Fatigue or loss of energy. A lot of us are not outside because of the smoke and because of COVID. Uh, we're not out and about like we normally are. So you might have to supplement your vitamin D right now. Let's see here. Poor concentration. Feelings of worthlessness or excessive guilt. Some common physical symptoms are exhaustion, vague pain. I think that that pain um, as it relates to depression is something that's not um, really deeply explored. And if you are having vague pain and you haven't had an injury and, um, you know, you're young and otherwise physically healthy, something to consider. Um, nausea, headaches, um, you know, sexual complaints, not having interest in or enjoying or, or um, you know, just having a, a different even uh, drive, right? Um, kind of goes along with losing interest in, in pleasurable activities. So what do you do? What do you do with that? Who hasn't felt some of that stuff in 2020? <laughs> I think we're kidding ourselves if any of us uh, exempt ourselves from the list. I like kickboxing and kick my kickboxing gym is completely shut down. Um, and I can't say that that uh, I, you know, get the same endorphins that I get doing it at home as I do hearing those those bells and um, the music and just the high energy of being in that atmosphere. And, you know, sometimes you walk into a place and just walking in changes your spirit. So everything doesn't translate well to doing at home. Um, and that's okay. We just have to keep reminding ourselves this is temporary just for a season and finding ways to, um, you know, find joy 
It's it's not as easy, obviously, as it was pre-COVID, but there still are things that can bring us joy. I'll tell you a few of the things that I have done. Um, and I don't know if you can tell, but I am smiling because they make me really, really happy. I have gotten into houseplants. Now, I do not have a green thumb, but what a better time to learn. You know, I want to be surrounded by life and energy, and I can't do that with people as much as I'd like right now. So I've got some houseplants, um, and they all have names. India, Minnie, um, Sophia, Ramona, uh, Pamela, (laughs) Zainab. Veronica, Zenovia, after my sis, of course, Marina, and I hate to say this, but rest in peace, Yamaya. Yamaya, Yamaya didn't make it. And um, yeah, it's a learning curve, but it makes me really happy. And I have pretty much all my houseplants in one room in my house. Um, and so when I walk in, like this has been, I've created this space to just like go and like feel like I'm someplace special or spa-ish or, or what have you. My dogs make me happy. Um, I have read, <laughs> you guys, I have read 27 books in quarantine um, because reading makes me happy. Doesn't it make you happy when you can't go anywhere? What can you do? Butterfly in the sky. I can fly twice as high. You know the song, Reading Rainbow. Take a look, it's in a book. Um, So that's a way that I get away, you know, reading books and and being, you know, kind of transporting yourself um, in that way. I'm currently rereading Homegoing by Yag Yassi, which is um, probably in my top one to three books of all time. I love homegoing. And so I'm, I can't count that one because it's, it's not a new, it's not a new book. Ways to get your endorphins up. Um, all right, y'all, I might get, this might sound a little woo woo. Um, but I, you know, you know, I'm woo woo by now. <laughs> um, tea. I, <laughs> I found this, uh, YouTube video on this high vibrational tea and it's um, ginger, lemon, honey, and turmeric. And, um, you know, when I drink that tea, I call it my vibrational tea. Uh, thank you, at AstroKit, also known as Katana, who, who uh, shared that recipe in a YouTube video. Um, but little things. And, and I have this thing that I say to myself, it's tea time. Okay, it's tea time. And I have little tea bags I take to work with me. And when I start feeling myself getting a little overwhelmed or even underwhelmed, I go, you know what? It's tea time. I have the cutest little cup too, you guys. It's a little hydro flask, like the ones that keep your drink hot. And I found these stickers. And one of the stickers is a plant. And the other sticker says sips tea, which I just think is the cutest thing. So, um... Maybe you're not as goofy and silly as I am or as, as easy to please. Started painting my nails. Yep. That brings me joy. 
It doesn't have to be something big, but like how many times do you look at your hands in a day? It's like, oh, pretty. Also, um, <laughs> and this is so random and I am going to get back to talking about this topic, but since it's a heavy one, we can take little joy breaks, can't we? Um, I have been learning how to do my eyebrows, eye makeup and eyebrows. And the reason is because, listen, I've been letting my smile carry my whole face. Somebody told me I had a nice smile years ago and I was like, great, I'm just going to run with that. (laughs) And I never learned how to do the rest of my face. So one of the things that I have done um, during this quarantine time is learn how to do eye makeup. And people have noticed, which it always feels good when folks, you know, kind of shut you out like, oh, you have really pretty eyes. So your eyebrows are on point. It's like, oh, yes. You know, this mask can't hold me. Now, uh, back to the topic at hand. What do you do when your lifestyle changes and the little things that you do to bring yourself joy just aren't working? Like, what do you do? You know, um, there's been so much loss this year and we're grieving on so many different levels. We're grieving people who have died from COVID. We're grieving job loss. We're grieving the loss of, of friendships. Friendships take maintenance and without being able to see our friends, sometimes it is hard to keep that level of, of intimacy with them. And so we're grieving loss on so many different levels. So what you know, what are some options if we can't, you know, just keep ourselves afloat by painting our nails and doing our eyebrows, you know? Um, there's cognitive therapy, counseling, that is. Um, and a lot of therapists are offering their services via telemedicine. My therapist, hey, Miss Cynthia, <laughs> she is all the way in Alabama. She is a black woman like myself, older than me, so old enough that I will listen to her, younger than my mama, but like, you know, she's a wonderful go-between, and just, man, I'm so grateful to have found her, and I'll tell you guys the truth, I was sitting in my car at work crying one day, I don't know if I was going in or coming out, um, but I was just sitting there, and just the overwhelm of everything just got to me, and the tears just started to flow, I pulled out my insurance card, I turned it over, I called the number, and I told them, you know, I need to find a therapist, and my schedule is crazy, and COVID is dumb, and so I need, you know, help, you know, finding a therapist, and and um, my insurance company um, was actually, for a time during the quarantine, doing it at no cost. Um, So that was a score. If you have an employee assistance program, you may be able to, um, you know, reach out to your employee assistance program and and get a couple sessions that way. Uh, And then and then there's wonderful resources. Um, Therapy for Black Girls is one of my favorite resources. That podcast has so many different topics on it. The website, um, the Facebook group. I mean, it's a wonderful community um, for, for, for black women who need therapy. Um, and I do tend to talk to us, but you know, anybody who's listening, um, you know, 
find some people to follow on your social media who just post inspirational quotes or some happy videos. I found this guy at the Asher house who has like, y'all, he has like 10 dogs and all his videos are like him and his dogs like on adventures and doing things. And, you know, it's one of those things that just lifts my spirits. Um, Cause that's another, another one of my 2020 losses was my uh, precious Michelle. Precious was our Chihuahua, our 17 year old Chihuahua, who was a member of our family, loved her to pieces, um, and, and she she also took her transition um, this year on June the second. So you know, finding things that bring you joy. Reaching out for counseling, whether it is through your insurance, if you're lucky enough to have insurance. If you're not, um, look into free and low-cost counseling. Uh, And what was I going to say? The free and low-cost counseling, you can can Google that. You can Google, go to freeclinics.com. I put it in the show notes of every single episode because... I just think it's such a wonderful resource to go find your state and then you can find low cost and free um, health care, dental and mental health care. But there was something else. Oh, this is driving me crazy. I'm I'm not old enough to to be losing my thoughts like that. And, And it had to do with therapy. Oh, you know, or, you know, joining the groups or finding the podcasts. Um, that speak to those kinds of things. We use a standardized tool in medicine called a PHQ-2 or a PHQ-9. Um, you know, one is like two questions, one's nine questions, and it's screening for depression. And, you know, if you want to Google PHQ-2 or PHQ-9, and you score high enough that, you know, you might fall into the category of somebody with depression. That is a, a wonderful, you know, way for you to schedule an appointment with your general practitioner. You know, they always ask you when you call to schedule an appointment, well, what's this appointment for? Feelings of depression. Easy enough. Um, it's never as easy as it sounds, though. Um, sometimes people need to be treated for anxiety. Uh, anxiety is an interesting beast, right? Because it's it's not depression, but oftentimes they go hand in hand. Um, and, you know, when you talk to a counselor or you talk to your general practitioner, they may recommend, in addition to therapy, a medication. Now, Nobody wants to take medication. I have never met anybody who was like, you know what? I'm not on any medications and I just, I think I should be. I have met people who absolutely wanted a pill for every little thing, but I've never met people who wanted, genuinely wanted to be on a long-term medication. And here's what I'll say to that. Medication for depression and anxiety and other mental health issues can be temporary and it can be lifelong. 
It depends on the severity of your condition. So again, I stress eating healthy. I stress exercising. Uh, If you sing, sing. If you dance, dance. If you're a plant mother, get you some more plants. You know, if you, you know, love your kids and your pets or your friends or your your partner, find ways to carve out a little one-on-one time. Um, Because the lifestyle changes are very difficult, but they are high yield. They pay off. And when you have a habit of moving a certain way, thinking a certain way, talking to yourself a certain way, it's hard to break those habits and to create new habits. But a little goes a long, long way. When it comes to medications, understand if your practitioner provides you, prescribes you a medication for depression, it can take weeks, several weeks for you to see an effect. One of the things that I hear all the time from patients, how come you stopped taking your medicine? I didn't feel any different. Or worse yet, they experience side effects from medication and, and stop it before they ever get to a therapeutic effect. If you're prescribed a medicine and you have adverse effects or side effects, and I'm not talking about allergic reaction. If you develop a rash, stop taking it. Call your practitioner um, or, or other reactions that are severe like that. But communication is key. I don't know if people realize that there are typically multiple medications that can be prescribed for any condition. If you have hypertension and you're prescribed medication and it makes you dizzy and lightheaded and you get cramps in your legs, you don't just throw the whole bottle away and say, well, I tried it. You gotta talk to your practitioner and say, hey, so that medication you prescribed me, yeah, it's not working out too good. Is there another option? Same thing goes for your mental health meds. And they get really tricky because some of them take weeks to take effect um but give them a try if if you cannot get out of that dark place and the people on your care team recommend pharmacologic therapy medication give it give it a try give it a good try and communicate along the way because at the end of the day Everybody wants you to feel better. Your medical provider, your therapist, your partner, your friends, your family, your colleagues, everyone wants you to feel better because people are beautiful. And anybody who is in your life by choice, meaning you weren't thrown together in a class or thrown together because of the work that you do, they chose you because of the beautiful person that you are. They were attracted to your magnetic personality because you're that important and that special. 
And when life is just going upside your head with the combos, you know, that can knock the wind out of anybody's sails. But you're loved and you're needed and you're important. Um, One of the things that I um, wish had happened was that... um, my sister could have stayed on my parents' medical, on their insurance. And at the time when, when she was going through it, um, that wasn't the way it worked. You know, you hit a certain age and boom, you're on your own. And, you know, she had a job, but, you know, she didn't have a job with benefits. There are so many more options now than there were 17 years ago. And I just hope that if you are somebody who needs a hand, and I hope first that you'll have the wherewithal to make that appointment, to make that phone call, to reach out for help, whether it's calling the crisis line or calling your primary care provider. I I hope that, that you can recognize that you matter um, and that you're wanted and loved and, and that you want and love yourself enough to make the call. And if you can't, if it's just too much, um, I can tell you there have been times in my life when I was pretty depressed and I didn't want to talk about it because that was just more depressing. Just talking about the things that were going on and talking about how I felt was like taking me down even lower. But... Um, Stay the course. Stay the course. There, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and and if you are a friend or a family member of somebody who you know to not be themselves, um, help them make that call. Go with them. You know, be be on the line. Um, go to to the office visit. It can be terrifying. Uh, to, to go in by yourself sometimes. And I know COVID is complicating everything, but you know what? Maybe that makes it a little easier in some ways if you have telemedicine access. Because when you're depressed, one of the last things you want to do is get up and wash up and get dressed and go anywhere. Um, but request a telemedicine appointment or a virtual visit from your primary care provider where you can sit in the comfort of your own home and talk about these things. Medications are started slowly and the doses are typically titrated up to the therapeutic level that resolves symptoms. So what that means is not only can they take weeks to, you know, take effect, but the dose that you're started on typically isn't the dose that's going to be your therapeutic dose. So you have to keep that communication. You've got to follow up until you get the desired effect from the therapy and the medical therapy. Um, I mean, it can take two weeks for improved energy. It can take six to eight weeks for a mood to be lifted um, with most of the medications in this class. Um, they We like to keep people at a therapeutic level for at least one year. Um, 
again, these can be temporary or they can be chronic or, you know, chronic medicine stuff that you're on for life. But we like to try for at least a year. Yes, a whole year. And then, you know, if life is different and you've learned some new tools and you want to try tapering off the meds, I did say tapering because uh, a lot of these meds you don't want to stop abruptly. Um, that's something that you can work with your practitioner and and uh, work through. Um, there are more intense ways of dealing with um depression and it when it comes to thoughts of suicide um you can go to the emergency department if you're thinking about harming yourself especially if you have the means to do so um most emergency departments are um equipped to do a little testing there's always going to be a little testing involved um, because a lot of substances that people use can mimic mental health conditions. And so we want to make sure that there's not substances in your body or in your system, not to condemn or to judge, but so we know what we're dealing with. Like we're, we're our starting point here. There are a lot of drugs out there that can mimic psychosis or mimic uh, mental illness, so something to keep in mind. And and if you've been really like overindulging in alcohol or um, other substances, uh, just be mindful of of how much you were drinking pre COVID and how much you're drinking now, or or whatever your your drug of choice is. Um, it's easy to derail in times like this and um, if you are needing more or find yourself needing more um, substance whatever that substance is it could be a sign that you need some support some mental health support um, I'm already at the 30 minute mark I can't believe it I hope I'm not rambling um, you can have a referral, you can get a referral to a psychologist for counseling or a psychiatrist or a psychiatric nurse practitioner. They can prescribe medications um, specifically for psychiatric needs. Um, just so people are aware, duration of depression can be six months to like two years if it's um, a temporary thing. Um, you can have it chronically or you can have recurrences. Um, certain disabilities are intensified uh, when they're associated with depression. People don't choose to be depressed. Okay? It, at times, it's associated with a chemical imbalance. Um, and there can be side effects of medications that we can't predict but we can treat. All right, so in closing, um, I want to give you guys some statistics um, and a very important phone number. Um, the phone number is one you should save in your phone, both the number and the text line. 
The crisis line, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-TALK or 800-273-8255. The crisis text line is 741741. And you can text NAMI, N-A-M-I, to 741741. NAMI is a wonderful organization. I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, there's a lot. They offer a lot of information um, and education for folks and for their families, which is lovely. For some statistics, lesbian, gay, and bisexual adults are twice as likely as heterosexual adults to experience mental a mental illness and three times as likely to experience a serious mental illness. Uh, I want to make sure that I'm clear in saying that being part of the LGBTQ community is not a mental illness. But as you can imagine um, from some of the thoughts and treatment around uh, being a part of that community, depression is just more prevalent. Multiracial U.S. adults are more likely to experience mental illness than adults who identify as a single race. You can think about all the nuances that surround that, right? Um, Half of all lifetime mental health conditions begin by age 14. Half of all lifetime mental health conditions begin by age 14. And 75% by age 24. Early intervention programs can help. I don't know if you guys remember the episode I did with Shannon Holder. Um, We were talking about adjusting and um, adjusting to life or adjusting for life, I think was the name of that episode. And, And Shannon is a awesome nurse practitioner out in Maryland. She is both a family nurse practitioner and a psychiatric nurse practitioner. And um, I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode because we talked a lot about kids and different transitioning points, like going from middle school to high school and things of that nature. Don't just assume that it's them being hormonal or puberty when half of all mental Health conditions begin by the age of 14. The rate of depression among black youth is 30% higher than average for their age group. Uh, So, you know, I remember hearing stupid things when I was growing up like, oh, black folks don't commit suicide. You know, we don't have depression. We, you know, um, anyway, I'm not even going to repeat all the stuff that I heard in the community Uh, coming up because it's not true and we say things like we don't do that Um, we do and because we don't talk about it because we deny that it even exists in our community it actually is much worse um, in comparison to other communities and that's why I do what I do because I want to see us get well be well and stay well So that wraps up this episode of the Purple Stethoscope. You guys, (laughs) you will get to know when I am recording at night. When my voice is raspy like this, it's because I need to go to bed. 
And I should mention that sleep is vital to our health and our mental health. So I'm going to go to bed for now, but I will talk to you in a couple of weeks. And until then, eat fresh and dance. Bye. for listening to the purple stethoscope i'm your host devin nixon family nurse practitioner you can find me on social media at d the np that's on twitter facebook instagram and now patreon if you like what you heard go ahead and share this episode and then head over to patreon to see how you can further support this work Music.